All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Local people, local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Larry Mullins, and here are today's top local stories. And we begin this afternoon with crime and schools here in New York. As news people covering these stories, the question came up, what in the world is going on in Williamsburg, where we had at least a pair of shootings involving teenagers? Well, the cops and the school system obviously have the same questions. And today, an announcement in the wake of several crimes in close proximity to schools designed to stem the tide. And you'll start seeing it, if you haven't already, before your kid head back, uh, heads back to school on Monday. 1010 Wins reporter Juliet Papa leading the broadcast on this Friday. The NYPD has already begun augmenting a uniform presence around schools. We want to have steady, dedicated officers in the commands, and we want to make sure the commands have enough of them to work throughout the communities, the school community, the neighborhood. That's Chief of Department Jeff Madry explaining that each precinct will coordinate depending on need, with a focus on trafficked areas, train stations, bus stops, nearby parks, and well-traveled streets to and from school. Our violence interrupters will be working with them, asking them to come out and be a presence, talking to the young people that we can't talk to. He says this is an all-hands-on-deck situation to address shootings around schools. Juliet Papa, 1010 wins on 92.3 FM. Yeah, that latest incident happened Wednesday when a 15-year-old girl and a 17-year-old boy, along with an adult, were shot near the Williamsburg Charter High School. The school ended up going remote yesterday and today. Congressman George Santos admitted in a Newsmax interview that he, quote, would have never gotten the nomination from the Nassau County GOP if he had not lied about his college education. But he also added, that's the nature of politics over at the Nassau County GOP. So I had a, well, made a bad decision. But he goes further to say, I didn't run a campaign of deceit and deception. So basically, he's saying I did what I had to do to get the nomination. Sandal says to say I deceived is just not fair. That's just the political spin the Nassau County GOP wants to create on this narrative, he says. In the interview, Santos says he has made peace with those mistakes and he has come clean. He also dismissed calls from members of his own party on Long Island to step down. There's a resolution on the table in Congress, as you know, to force him to step down now. And then this. Santos, after his dust up the other day, when Uncle Mitt, Mitt Romney, that is, referred to him as a sick puppy and told him he shouldn't be in Congress because of his lies, he says Arizona Senator Kirsten Cinema was walking by and told him, quoting Santos, hang in there, buddy. He says she was very polite. And now the morning after, Cinema's people say, that's a lie. She never even talked to him. That never happened. Okay. The MTA did another toll violator crackdown today. This time, the haul totaled about 900000 bucks in lost tolls. This is coming five years into what's known as cashless tolling, where you don't see toll boots, but instead an electronic scanner, which picks up your Easy Pass or your license plate when you go soaring through. 
Only thing, they say nobody's paying it, either not renewing their easy pass or simply ignoring the bill when it comes in the mail. Daniel DeCrescenzo is the president of MTA Bridges and Tunnels. A couple days ago at the uh, Bronx Whitestone Bridge, uh, we uh, did an enforcement effort and we interdicted or towed 28 persistent toll violators off the road for not paying their tolls. And for the day, for the 24-hour period, we were able to get 32 vehicles across all of our seven bridges and two tunnels. So that was a daily record. The MTA says about 5% of drivers and commuters skip out on paying tolls each day and it's hurting everybody. And the MTA says we know folks are getting the bills because we stopped one car the other day and the driver had tons of unpaid bills stored in the doggone glove compartment. And they say the fake license plates or paper license plates are another story. So they've started impounding vehicles as well. It's just been crazy. Governor Hochul announced the opening of a third adult-use cannabis dispensary in Manhattan. Let me repeat, it is a third, as in three cannabis shops. I say that because we did the story this week where the Manhattan DA and the mayor even said, though only two operating licenses have been issued, more than 1,400 shops had started selling, uh, started selling pot on the sly. Anyway, the opening of this third store plays into the state's new uh, seating opportunity initiative and its goal of equity licensing, which gives priority to justice-involved individuals. Well, if you can't make it to the Super Bowl, and most of us can't, not with the tickets costing an average of 9000 bucks a pop, you can join just as many people who will watch it en masse in Times Square. They're putting the game on 18,000-square-foot uh, screens, TSX Entertainment doing it. This will be the first time the event will be live-streamed in the crossroads of the world, so you can watch the Eagles-Chiefs game at the corner of 7th Avenue and 47th Street. Same thing, same thing as being in the bowl. The sound will be provided through your mobile phones, though. And by the way... Not only the game, but Rihanna's halftime show, thank you, will also be live streamed on the giant screens. Seems like it might be more fun for us here in Times Square. And you don't have to mortgage the house, repo the cars, rob the kids' piggy bank, and spend the egg money just for an afternoon of football. I'm just saying. Well, this is the day the vaccine mandate ends for municipal workers here in the city, and parents can once again attend functions, including celebrations and athletic events at their children's schools without a mandate, too. A shot mandate, that is. Well, starting Sunday, New Yorkers will no longer have to put on a mask. Inside doctors' offices, hospitals, and other health care facilities, Health Commissioner Dr. James McDonald made that announcement yesterday. He says, now listen, everybody, the pandemic isn't totally over yet now, but we are in a period of transition. McDonald noted a steady drop in COVID cases and deaths, which allows a shift from blanket mandates to an approach where people are simply given, you know, the tools they need to protect themselves, their families and their organizations. Well, they almost caught Flacco today, almost caught him. That Eurasian eagle owl that uh, escaped from the Central Park Zoo the other day. They spotted him last night as he tried to grab a caged lab rat. The zoo tried to trick him with it. He got tangled in the trap briefly, but flew off before the zoo workers could grab him. They're trying to get him because he's been in captivity for so long, he doesn't know how to feed himself. And they think the majestic bird might starve to death, quite frankly. David Barrett, who created the Manhattan Bird Alert on Twitter, was on Newsline today talking about Flacco. The owl has not been known to be eating during its time in Central Park. No one has observed the owl eating. So it's gone without food for a week now. And that's bad. I don't know how long the owl can survive. It probably was eating well in captivity. It spent 12 years 
at the Central Park Zoo. New Yorkers have spotted Flacco flying on Fifth Avenue and in Central Park since he got out of his cage last Thursday. Zoo workers say some clown cut a hole in his enclosure and old Flacco flew the coop and doesn't seem to give a hoot about the food that the park rangers are leaving out for him, trying to get him to come down from the tree, so they're still monitoring. We'll keep you posted. It's become a popular thing, right? Everybody's been going to the park and pointing out. They say it's a gorgeous bird with a wingspan, I think, of 79 inches. Oh, just amazing. I hope they catch him, though, so he doesn't hurt himself. Thanks for listening to the all-local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com, or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.